Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Well, hello to all you beautiful people out there in podcast land, and welcome to episode number 30 of the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. So today didn't go exactly as I thought it would. Um, There's a concept that I call weight loss foreplay. Oh, Corey, that's a little risque. Yes, I know, I know. Um, And I had certain plans of like introducing that today and then and how this episode would go, and then it just kind of took a different route. It kind of took a, a U-turn, if you will. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to break weight loss foreplay into two episodes. Today, I'm going to introduce the concept, explain what it is, and then I'll share one of the most powerful secret weapons of weight loss. This is like next level ninja stuff. If you like Star Wars or you watch Star Wars, it's like becoming a weight loss Jedi. If you've ever seen The Matrix, which is one of my favorite all-time movies, it's like you can finally see The Matrix and you're no longer bound by its rules and limits and suddenly you're free and you're so empowered that you can do pretty much anything you want. I hope (laughs) that sounds really exciting for you because I am super excited to share all of this stuff with you today. But first, I want to give a quick shout out to someone who posted a review um, named Allison Winter. She says, I have enjoyed and sometimes cringed at the truth Corey presents. I don't cringe because of the message, but because I feel like he's talking right to me. He's helping me understand my nutrition habits are normal and how to make adjustments to my mind and body to see change. I can't tell you how many times I've used NWI. By the way, guys, that's back in episode number five and number six just in case you want to go check that out. Allison goes on to say, I have really enjoyed the messages about how to take care of ourselves during times of stress. And on another note, I teach with Corey's wife, and I know that they both practice what they preach and care passionately about health and teaching others how to be healthy too. Thank you for continuing to offer advice and reminding us it's important to take care of our bodies right now too. Oh my goodness, Allison. You just made my day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Oh my gosh, guys, gals, reading your reviews, um, whether they be on Apple or on Facebook or on whatever platform, it, it is just a joy and a treat for me. So thank you. Thank you, Allison. Now, here's the thing. I specifically chose to share that specific review because she mentions my wife, Allie. And during today's episode, I share some stories about me and Allie. Uh, about getting married and all kinds of good stuff. You'll see. So let's jump in. Let's get started. So today we're going to discuss, like I said, something I've seen quite a bit throughout my career, but seems like I've seen it more recently now than ever. Um, I call it weight loss foreplay. <laughs> and it's when someone loves to get all excited about getting fit and losing weight. And maybe they found some awesome new diet that's going to be perfect for them or some exciting new workout program that is like exactly what they need. It's so much fun and it's so exciting. It's like there's this bright new world of hope and possibility. It kind of gives you butterflies 
and all the feels. It gives you all the feels. Isn't that what's like really cool to say on social media now? <laughs> and honestly, it's, it's really a little euphoric. So what's wrong with it? I mean, like, why is it, why is it a bad thing? Well, there's nothing wrong with it if all you want is that euphoric butterfly feeling. But if you want to actually lose weight and change your body, then becoming addicted to that feeling might be the worst thing you can do. Here's why. Because the very skill you need to have in order to be successful with your body is totally opposite of weight loss foreplay. The people who are successful become experts at taking action and doing the things they know they need to do regardless of how they feel. Their feelings don't drive their actions. Their commitment to what they ultimately want is what drives their actions. I'll say this again because I don't want you to miss it. Their feelings, what, however they're feeling in the moment, does not drive their actions. It does not lead to them taking action or not taking action. Their feelings don't drive their actions. Their commitment to what they ultimately want is what drives their actions. Their commitment is what makes sure they take action and take it consistently. And when you step back and think about it, it's really very similar to falling in love, getting married, and building an amazing family. Hang with me here. Check it out. Falling in love is the euphoric, oh my gosh, I wish this could last forever feeling, or I wish it will last forever feeling. Getting married is planting your flag in the ground and making a commitment. And then the real work begins, <laughs> building a family. That's what brings you what you truly want. But guess what? You build a family over the course of time, and there will be plenty of times when you, quote-unquote, don't feel like it, <laughs> when you don't want to, when you feel like there's no butterflies related to your spouse, and you swear you'd give your kids back if you could. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, right? But you just keep moving forward. You just keep doing what you know will bring you what you want, which is a great marriage and an amazing family. The feelings come and go, but the family you're building will not. It will be there. So, are you ready for a little background info on me? Oh, geez. I hope I don't regret sharing this. <laughs> so, through my single years, I was a hopeless romantic. And who knows? Maybe I still am. There's some clients who have been with me for ever and ever and ever since back in my single years, and they joke about it. They're like, oh, you, you were such a hopeless romantic. I loved all of those cheesy romantic comedies and love songs that had like real heartfelt lyrics. And I had this perfect vision of what it would be like when I met the one. You know what I'm talking about? Like the one that would absolutely blow me away and I would sweep her off her feet and we would ride off into the sunset happily ever after together and madly in love forever. But God, as he often does in such ironic and mysterious ways, gave me the most incredible gift and taught me an incredible lesson. Back in 2006, the year I got married, I was reading a book by C.S. Lewis called Mere Christianity. I'm sure you've probably heard of it. Maybe you've even read it. If not, I highly recommend it. It's, it's amazing. I could read half of the book to make my point today, but instead I'm going to share just a few powerful passages and I'm sorry, 
Mr. Lewis, I'm jumping around a little bit, but this stuff is so good. So here we go. Uh, C.S. Lewis says, being in love is a good thing, but it is not the best thing. There are many things below it. There are also things above it. You cannot make it the basis of a whole life. It is a noble feeling, but it is still a feeling. Now, no feeling can be relied on to last in its full intensity or even to last at all. Now, all of that's pretty amazing stuff, guys, but check this out. He goes on to say, People get from books the idea that if you have married the right person, you may expect to go on being in love forever. As a result, when they find that they are not, they think this proves they have made a mistake and are entitled to a change, not realizing that when they have changed, the glamour will presently go out of the new love just as it went out of the old one. In this department of life, as in every other, okay, sorry, in this department of life, as in every other, thrills come at the beginning and do not last. The thrill you feel on first seeing some delightful place dies away when you really go to live there. It is simply no good trying to keep any thrill. That is the very worst thing you can do. Let the thrill go. Let it die away. Go on through that period of death into the quieter interest and happiness that follow and you will find you are living in a world of new thrills all the time. But if you decide to make thrills your regular diet, that's, that's literally the words he used. But if you decide to make thrills your regular diet and try to prolong them artificially, they will all get weaker and weaker and fewer and fewer, and you will be a bored, disillusioned old man for the rest of your life. Good Lord, have mercy. I could go on and on about this. C.S. Lewis is a freaking genius and his work is amazing, but I just want to repeat one part and change a few of the words to fit what we're discussing today. You ready? Here we go. But if you decide to make the thrill of weight loss foreplay your regular diet, your norm, and you try to prolong that feeling again and again by chasing different diets and doing brand new workout programs and all that stuff, they will all get weaker and weaker and fewer and fewer, and you will just be an overweight, disillusioned old man or old woman for the rest of your life. Now, that might bite a little, <laughs> but it's true. I promise. It bit me a little back in 2006 when I realized that everything I thought about meeting the one and the fairy tale I had concocted in my head was total crap. Back then, through C.S. Lewis and various other things, God taught me one of the most powerful lessons, a truth that's perfectly applicable for marriage and for so many other areas of life as well. So what is this life-changing truth? That love is a choice. Love is a choice. Feelings come and go, my friends, but true love is a commitment it is day after day, whether you currently feel like it or not, choosing to honor your commitment to something. At times, you'll get all of the amazing feelings that come with those decisions. Other times, it will, it will feel like a boring, why does this even matter experience. But the compound interest of tiny, positive, commitment-centered decisions, day after day after day, will add up in an amazing way and you will build the marriage and family you so desire and you will achieve the weight loss 
and build the body that you so want. So, how about we stop getting drunk on all the euphoric feelings of weight loss foreplay and we commit to loving ourselves? When you commit to that, when you commit to love yourself, you stop doing three-week weight loss challenges. You stop doing fat shred workout programs that promise you'll see your abs in six weeks. You stop weighing every day, sometimes twice per day. When you commit to love yourself, you stop those things and you start focusing on the best things. Your body and your health. Not because you're trying to impress someone else. Not because you want to look a certain way in a swimsuit. Not because you want to post a picture of your new slender fit self on Instagram. No, none of those. You commit to doing the best things for your body and health because you're choosing to love yourself each and every day. And here's a really important part. You're doing it regardless of whether you feel like it or not. And here's what's maybe even more important than that. (laughs) This is not only about what you eat and whether or not you exercise. It's also about your mental chatter. It's about how you talk to yourself. If you're committed to truly loving yourself, you cannot constantly berate and insult and shame yourself. Let me say it again, gang. Turn up the volume. If you're committed to truly loving yourself, this goes way beyond exercise and what you eat. You cannot constantly, mentally, up in your own head, berate and insult and shame yourself. Every time you walk by a mirror, every time you make a bad decision, every time you see a picture you don't like, you can't do that stuff. Now, this seems obvious, but it's the part that we just easily overlook, isn't it? Look, I promise, even if you're eating all the right things and exercising every day, if you're still beating the crap out of yourself mentally about how you look or how you're still too fat or you can't fit into your clothes or you're still not at your goal weight or you shame yourself anytime you take a rest day or eat a little treat, then you're just a ticking time bomb. I don't care how quote unquote good and consistent your healthy eating and exercise currently is. It will all blow up in your face because it's built on lies and conditional love. It basically says this. I am okay and I can love myself as long as I earn my food with exercise. I'm okay and can love myself as long as I see the scale going down consistently. I'm okay and I can love myself as long as the scale doesn't go up, as long as I stay within three pounds of my goal weight, as long as I receive compliments from people about my consistency or how fit I look, as long as my thighs don't rub together when I walk or they don't rub together too much. As long as I never have to buy a size 8 or 10 or 16 or whatever. Like I said, it's built on lies and conditional love. I will love myself as long as. This, my friends, is a self-defeating situation because you're either doomed for failure from the get-go or maybe worse, you'll never find joy in the journey. You will never truly love and enjoy yourself and your amazing body and your life. There will always be some low-grade unhappiness and discontentment and just kind of uneasiness as long as your self-love is as long as, as long as your self-love is conditional. Now, 
you may be sitting there thinking, great, Corey, you know what? All of this sounds great, but it's just not that easy, man. You can't just change it. I mean, you didn't grow up with my dad. You didn't have my mom. Like you don't, you don't hear the remarks my husband makes. You don't know what my friends are like. You just don't get it, Corey. You just don't understand. And you know what? You're right. It's impossible for me to understand your personal, unique situation. But that doesn't change the truth. And the truth is, love is a choice. It's a choice that you, not any of those other people, a choice that you make on a minute-by-minute, day-by-day basis. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. At times, you will feel like you don't deserve it or your body doesn't deserve it. At times, it will be the last thing you want to do. But choosing to love yourself, making choices that honor your commitment to love yourself unconditionally is the most powerful thing you can do. That is the secret weapon when it comes to weight loss. It will set you free from judgment of others. It will open your eyes to your own amazing beauty. I don't care if you weigh a buck 20, a buck 80, 200, 220, 350. It doesn't matter. You need to open your eyes to your own amazing beauty. And this will also allow you to fully live and fully enjoy life and fully enjoy your body. Like I said earlier, guys, I learned this truth while dating Allie <laughs> and ultimately getting married. Back in 2006, God took all my fairy tale thoughts and ideas of what that should be like, and he flushed them down the toilet. And I'm so, so thankful. When we got married, Allie and I wrote our own vows. And I can't remember all of mine, but I do remember this one part. It was either the last line or kind of really close to the end. I said, you are stuck with me loving you. (laughs) I've certainly not been the perfect husband, but I have stood by that commitment. And I must say, it's worked out pretty well. Shoot, who am I kidding? It's been freaking amazing. (laughs) Have there been tough times? Sure, absolutely. Have we both made mistakes? Sure, but we're committed to an unconditional love and each and every day we do our best to live that out and each and every day we experience the quiet but amazing freaking amazing joy of experiencing unconditional love now i want you to tell your body hey body you are stuck with me loving you My hope and prayer for you is that you will commit to an unconditional love of your body and yourself. You will tell your body, like I said, hey, you are stuck with me loving you. And here's the thing, guys. Don't misunderstand. This does not mean you will forget all your goals and let yourself off the hook and start gaining weight like crazy because suddenly you've decided, hey, This is all just fun and peace and love. Like, I'm just going to love my body regardless. No, 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 no. That's not true at all. What it does mean is that suddenly you have a whole new motivation for eating a wonderful, healthy diet and exercising regularly. And it's not to look a certain way or see a certain number on the scales. Your motivation is based in the commitment of loving yourself. 
And the whole process is now full of grace and forgiveness and enjoyment instead of judgment, contempt, and resentment. And there's no magic formula to do this, honestly. It's just a choice that you make each and every day. So here's what I want to leave you with and challenge you to do. Grab a piece of paper, grab a pad and a pen right now and write this down. It's not much, just just a few, just three or four sentences. Write this down. Today, I commit to loving myself unconditionally. I will exercise and be active out of love. I will eat out of love. I will not, in all capitals, not, I will not abuse myself with my thoughts. Now, this may sound corny, and some of you may not need this. Some of you might have turned this podcast, well, if you've turned the podcast off, you're obviously not going to hear this, but you may have, this, this episode may not be for you. Some of you may not need this commitment. This may not be a struggle for you, but for those of you that do fight this battle, man, this is exactly what you need. So, be don't just write that down. Write that down and read it every morning. That's that's my challenge to you. Write those things down. Read them every morning. Rewind if you need to. Listen to them again. Write them down. Read them every morning. Make the choice every single day. And next, whatever you do, be sure to subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the podcast so that you do not miss the next episode where I talk more about the concept of weight loss foreplay because today we kind of went more towards the choice of loving yourself and making that a choice every day and that, that how that's a secret weapon of weight loss. But in the next episode, we're going to get more into weight loss foreplay. We'll get into why it happens and exactly what you can do about it. And until then, my friends, I know that you know someone who needs to hear this message. They need to hear what I talked about today. Please, I'm, I'm begging you, I'm asking you, share this with them. And as always, if you happen to share it on social media, be sure to tag me so that I can say hello. You know it always makes my day. Now, now, more than ever, I'm telling you, there's so much more to you and your body than what you weigh. So screw those freaking scales, man. Because losing weight and being healthy is really about gaining life and loving yourself unconditionally. My friends, that's that right there is where the magic is. That's the secret weapon. That's the secret weight loss weapon. Whew! All right. That's it. It's my hope and prayer that this episode was what you needed to hear today. Thank you so much for your time. Much love to you all. I pray that you and your family are safe and well, and I cannot wait to connect with you again for part two of Weight Loss Foreplay. Much love. God bless. Bye-bye.